Welcome to Cooking with Christian, the only cooking show where you don't see the food. I'm Christian, and today I'm here with Brooklyn. Say hello. Hi, everybody. And today we will be... See, I already got... We were talking earlier about how Brooklyn was nervous, and I'm the one getting tongue-tied. We will be making coconut cream pie. um, And yeah, we're going to be making coconut cream pie (laughs) and just talking about whatever we want. Um, I'll list off the ingredients for all of those who want to make this at home. So we have first a very large bowl. Very important. Very important. Very important. A smaller bowl, (laughs) which is also important. Um, But anyway, I'm just dicking around. Um, We have pre-made pie crust because we're not that good at cooking. No. Um, Eggs, coconut milk, cornstarch, half and half, some Cool Whip or whipped cream, depending on what you want. A big old tub of Cool Whip, mind you. Which I might be spooning into my mouth later. (laughs) Um, and some coconut flakes. You'll be using that in the pie and then on top of the pie too. Um, I think that's all the ingredients. Yeah. It's pretty simple. It, it's going to be pretty simple. Um, very excited to have Brooklyn here in my studio, <laughs> AKA my apartment. We're again on the very small table with two tables on either side when I should just trade them all in for a big one, but I won't. I'm going to adjust the mic level just a little bit. Ooh, ASMR. dragon breath yeah dragon breath ASMR (laughs) drinking water ASMR oh moist (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I'm here with my friend Brooklyn me and Brooklyn used to work together oh yes we did we were co-workers and now we are friends we're good Judies I'm just kidding (laughs) what I said maybe maybe (laughs) and she's very excited to be here and she's also nervous I am and I'm not from Columbus either so no. I'm I came just for this. So I hope you guys enjoy this with all of your ear holes. Yeah, every one of your holes. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Every every single one of your holes, I hope, enjoys this podcast. <laughs> and with the ASMR part, it might. It really might. It might. No, Brooklyn is in from Dayton. Um, she came right before the snowstorm hit. Yeah. So I survived. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> survived like the first five the, I survived the flurries. And then we drove to go um, get lunch and then make this podcast. And I I was driving in my little Hyundai Elantra, nicknamed Elantra Morissette, <laughs> for all of you Alanis fans out there. I love it. Um, she made it through. We, we can make it through. We did. So um, Brooklyn, you are keeper of the recipe today. Um, she will be, will be going off the steps. So why don't we name step one and we'll get that started. Well, step one says prepare the pie crust according to your blind baking recipe. So we've got step one covered. We've got step one. Okay, so graham cracker crust for all those. Um, podcasts aren't visual, <laughs> so you can't see it. But I'll just do, okay, so we got the crust. Like got, I like that. Got the crust. We got to prove that we're cooking. This is true. We got to prove. Well, we're not really cooking because I don't think you even really cook this. You don't. Um, so we got we have two pie crusts because we were unsure if the recipe was going to be um, really <laughs> Brooklyn as a text message. Oh gosh. Um, um, I wasn't sure if this was going to make too much that we'd have to like pour over into two crusts. So we got two. Yeah. Um, also, just, we're just hungry bitches. We're just hungry, even though we just ate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We had lunch. Thank you, Cap City Diner. Sponsor me. It was delicious. It was beautiful, wonderful. Our waiter was very eager. He was very energetic. He's like, oh, my pleasure, guys. My pleasure. And that always makes me feel very awkward because most of the time I'm not in the mood for a chip. I'm like, I just want to eat. Can you give me my food? But here's the thing. Would you rather have a really chipper waiter or a very, like, bitchy, mean waiter? This is true. That's the questions you have to ask yourself because I've had both. And I honestly think the mean, rude one is worse. I think so too. I think I can put up with a little bit of over eagerness just for 45 minutes. And then you also have to think like they're working for tips. So of course they're going to be like, it's so fake nice. And honestly, for all you waiters out there, I don't blame you (laughs) literally at all. Yeah. I used to serve for two years at uh, Olive Garden. Oh, the OG. The OG. All my OG sisters out there make some noise. No, I have a lot of friends that love the OG. My birthday 
dinner was at the OG. OG. <laughs> this year. Endless soup, salad, breadsticks, yeah. endless And pain. terror and <laughs> horrible diarrhea. And... <laughs> no, we had my birthday. Okay, so um, we had a friend over the summer who, in a group chat, was texting us and was like, oh, where should we go for like my birthday dinner? And I was like, this is presumptuous of you to be texting about your birthday dinner. <laughs> hey, Jess. She was on last week's podcast. <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg. Um, she was like, where should we go for my birthday dinner? And we were all joking and people were like, oh, Taco Bell, Wendy's. And I was like, oh, LOL. Then I was like, Olive Garden, like as a joke. I was like, Olive Garden, let's do it. Like, Everyone in the group chat was like, yes, 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 let's do it. And I was like, no, no, I'm joking. Because I was raised, my mom's Italian. My whole, her whole side of the family's Italian. And, um. I was raised very much to hate Olive Garden. Oh yeah, very much that. That's it's the McDonald's of. That's Italian not a. Food. That's not Italian food. Italian. That's not Italian food. I mean, if you want some Italian food, you go get some real Italian food. <laughs> I don't even know if that's in the, like I a New York it. accent. That was good. But um, no, I find that you can enjoy Olive Garden more if you divorce it from the idea of being Italian food. It's it's its own entity. Because in no Italian recipe book. Is there a pizza bowl? Yeah. And that's a very important distinguishing factor, I find. Very. Also, their breadsticks don't come literally how they are. They make breadsticks homemade at Olive Garden. We just put them in a microwave of sorts, let it go, and you eat it. I feel like a a red dot is going to appear on Brooklyn's (laughs) forehead, and the people from Olive Garden are just going to take her out. They are. (laughs) (laughs) And then I won't have a podcast episode anymore. I also saw two guys who I used to talk to at Olive Garden. One, he, like, was trying to FaceTime me and send me um, very, um, you know inappropriate you worked with them well he came into the place it's like i've never seen this he was eating and i was serving and he had never i never even really seen his face a whole lot but i sure saw a whole lot more oh yeah like full full um um dick yeah full dick (laughs) full dick (laughs) and full full tushy too he had a cute butt straight guys send butt pics he like sent like a video thing where he was like in the mirror, okay. and then he like turned around and like slapped his butt or something. <gasps> and it was actually really funny, and I think that's what kept me hanging on. <laughs> that, I, I don't, it was beautiful. I don't know any straight guy. You know, that, he was a kooky one. That's. I don't know if he's just secretly like queer or if he's just very comfortable with his masculinity to like. He also lived with his parents. What like, does that have to do with his slapping your butt? I don't know. It just you'd think that just like a funny guy would be like cool on his own, but he like didn't have a job, lived with his parents, and no. is like sending girls videos. He's too busy slapping. Sen- he's too busy sending those videos. Mm-hmm. Oh, ew. I mean, you know what? I'm all for straight guys who are comfortable enough to like play around with like other parts of their anatomy that aren't the main part but like that's so funny i had a guy um who would constantly send me d pics at like noon on a tuesday (laughs) like noon on a tuesday i was at work what was he supposed to be doing like i don't think he had like a summer job or anything because it was summer and i was working at the pool store and Every day, like clockwork at like noon, every day, it would be like him in a pitch dark room with his weird junk. <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm at work right now. Stop. It's like, I'm not, it's not even turning me on. I don't, it, I don't get when guys do stuff like that. It just makes no sense to me. I just think they want attention. They, they want to, f- I don't know what it is. Like they want to feel like they're doing something. They want attention with. Their peepees. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And speaking of um, cream and stuff of that nature, what is the first step of our of making our coconut well, cream pie? First step is besides making the crust. What well, wants us to toast? You know what? The I will. Flakes. I will make the crust by unfolding it from. Oh, beautiful! From the plastic. So I'm making our crust. Um, You're doing it so elegantly too. I know my way around pie. <laughs> I had a date on Friday night. 
I won't get into too much of it because, again, I don't know if um, – just the saga continues. This is the guy that I went on the coffee date with. Um, we went to dinner, and then, like, the last 10 minutes – I had a lovely time at dinner, if you're listening. I had a great time. Can't wait to see you again. <laughs> but we were leaving, and I was like, man, I really want some pie. <laughs> and we left. We drove separately. And so when he left, I went to Target and bought a key lime pie. As one you So if any is. of you girls follow me on Instagram, you probably saw that. But – um. This functions as a lid, too. Oh, nice. Um, again, like, I know a lot of, about pie. Um, <laughs> and I bought a key lime pie. I bought a key lime pie. I really wanted it. ASMR. I'm taking the wrapper off of the pie. The that pie nice. lid. Uh, but, um, no, he's very sweet. We had a nice time. We could talk about it more, more later. A little bit more later. I mean, I don't want to give away too much. I do want to respect his privacy. But, um... I'm a loud mouth, so... He just sounds wonderful. He's a very nice man. But, uh, no, I bought a pie after a date, and I was like, man, this is the life. And so, um, yeah. So we just made our pie crust, a.k.a. took the cap off. It's beautiful. So what is step number two? Um, step number two wants us to toast the coconut flakes in the oven. In the oven? Um, eight to ten minutes, which, I mean, we can or we cannot do that. It's up to you. With, is this for going on top of the yeah. pie or in it? Yeah, this is for on top. Um, we can do that later. Let's okay. focus on what's in the pie. Um, okay. We have to pour the coconut milk half and half and egg yolks and whisk them together. Okay. So you're going to separate the egg yes. yolks because she so graciously said that she enjoys doing I that. I enjoy it so much. Um, he, he said, I'm going to, I'm just going to buy one of those egg separator. Things. Or what you can do is use a plastic bottle. Oh, this yeah, is for all my non-cooking girls. You get a plastic bottle, like a Dasani water bottle or just a water bottle. And you um, just suck in the yolk to separate it from the I've whites. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. I'm going to get Brooklyn a garbage can. So when she throws the eggshells. So riff, oh, riff Brooklyn. So much pressure. Um, I do love separating eggs, by the way. I also kind of bake a lot, um, but I'm not very good at it. I think my family and friends lie to me. They say, you're, you're good at it, just okay. to make me feel better. People constantly lie to me. Okay. <laughs> this eggs ASMR. Yeah, what did it burst all oh, over God. like the microphone? Oh no! Okay, um, what else did it say to put in that um, I can do? Both the half and half and the coconut milk. I'm gonna pull up the recipe because we actually ended up looking at the same recipe. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna pull up the recipe and do that part so I just have it with me. Um, yeah, you crack that. Oh egg. yeah, sexy. Um. Okay. We wanted something simple. I feel like first dessert. Yeah. Oh, do you want another um, bowl for the yolk? Oh, no. Um, five egg yolks. Yeah. Like actually. a small little bowl? Yeah, that would be nice. What a gracious sous chef. <laughs> I think a tiny bowl would be fine. Like this size? Yeah. Is that too small? Yeah, that should be good. Okay, cool. Um, this is the first time I've let a guest um, help because <laughs> I am a control allowing. freak and I am allowing myself to. I don't think we keep the whites. Oh, yeah. I don't think we do. So you don't have to like fish that out. We can just dump it oh, out. Oh, right. Well, you had it in your hand. She cracked, <laughs> she cracked the egg. A bit of the shell fell on the big bowl that she's putting the whites in. As she's taking the shell out, I'm telling her that she doesn't need to do that. So she just puts it back in the bowl. Instead of, now she just threw it out. <laughs> I'm the worst. Okay, pour coconut milk half and half into a liquid measuring cup. Bitch. Oh. oh. This is slimy. Mm. Eggs are really sexy. Oh, yeah. What came first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. Did he buy me dinner first? <laughs> <laughs> How much was it? Um, coconut milk, half and half. God, we're so... You know what? That's we fine. We we're, allowed, really we're allowed to be... Um, we're allowed to be disorganized. <laughs> we are. Coconut milk, one and a half cups of half and half and one and a half cups of coconut milk. So that's three cups because I can do math. I'm proud of you. Yeah. They say gays can't do math. Well, guess what? <laughs> I can do math. And I have to because that's my job. <laughs> that is yeah, my day job. Really? 
Okay. I'm going to pour the half and half into a big um, Pyrex measuring cup. And we'll do that. We'll talk more in a little bit, guys. We just got to kind of get our... Yeah, I'm just Our really in order. having the time of my life with these slimy eggs. Yeah, I don't know who doesn't. Um, the garbage can right here. Yes. Once we so after we do this, oh. after we do this step, I'll just toss it in the garbage. After Whoa. we do all this, we will talk more. So it might just be a little quiet for a minute. But fun, funny story, as we were buying the coconut milk out of, like, a freaking Tom and Jerry cartoon, oh, we yeah. grabbed one box of coconut milk, and then, like, three others <laughs> fell from the shelf. Like, But to add insult to injury, I decided I would try to catch them all, like Spider-Man in that movie. And, <laughs> and it was horrible, and it didn't work out. And it that's was. how I know that I'm not Spider-Man or um, Tobey Maguire. So <laughs> that's a good thing to learn. Or, Make sure you're not Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Or... Who was the girl in that movie? Um, Kirsten Dunst. 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 I never. Dunst. I feel like I never pronounced the T. Dunst. At this Dunst. point, I don't think it really matters. She had just had a baby with some actor. I forget his name. Who keeps having freaking babies? Ugh, everybody. Don't even get me started. I've decided that babies are fine because they're necessary. But I think we should just stop having them. You think? Just for a little bit. I honestly <laughs> think we should stop having kids for like 20 years. Just like take a little break? Yeah, take a break. There's plenty of kids that need adopting. Aw, um, you're right. Did you get all five? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I'm adding the egg yolks. We'll I'm going to go wash my hands real Yeah, quick. go wash your hands. Her, egg, her eggs are slimy. <laughs> oh As they always are. Why not? I mean, who who doesn't have slimy eggs? Okay. So we got that in. I'll riff for a little bit. This is the first time I've been left alone at the microphone. Um, airplane food. What's the deal with that? So I'm glad your date went well. Yes, my date went very, very well. He's very sweet. He's a Virgo, which is really good <laughs> for me. <laughs> Um, I'm whisking all the wet ingredients together. But um, no, it went very well. We're going to be talking a little bit about boys this episode. We are. We've got a lot of opinions about boys. Very. I'm single and uh, ready to mingle. Listeners, I'm ready to mingle. Yeah, for all, of, all eight of you, um, <laughs> Brooklyn is single. She is sopping. Oh, with my moist and slimy eggs. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> And she's ready for it. So ready. go for it, guys. I don't know if any straight guys listen to this, but I will. I tagged Brooklyn in my Instagram story, so you guys can... I um, promise I look better than what's on your story. Yeah, tell them about your night. Oh, gosh. So my best friend, we celebrated her birthday last night, and I experienced college all over again. I went and drank lots and lots of beers, and then I also bonged my first beer. It was quite the experience. I did half and I said, hey, that, that was kind of fun. I think I'm going to do it again. And then I played beer games like beer pong and then this uh, game called like Blam or something. Blam? Or bo no, Boom. It was called Boom. I've heard of that. Okay, so I've I never wasn't. Heard of that. I was never a big game guy at college parties. Um, it's because I'm gay. Um, <laughs> no, I just don't like games. I'm very competitive. I'm a very competitive person. And um, it's just not my tea. Yeah. It's just not my tea. Okay. I'm like the exact opposite. I'm not a competitive person. Really? So I just don't, yeah, I just don't care. I'm too lazy. I'm like, if it's just a game. You want to win, go ahead and win. And I'm horrible at it. And so I just kind of watch. And I'm like a little, the horrible cheerleader on the side just singing. Horrible just singing. <laughs> Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, I the Tiger, we are the champions, you know. <laughs> I, All the best songs. I was playing Uno with my old roommate and her boyfriend once, and he beat me like two games in a row, and I had to stop playing because oh I was getting so angry. Oh, Christian. Because I'm just very competitive. I want to win. I love to win. I hate to lose, and I'm a sore winner and a sore loser. <laughs> like, if I win, I'm like, yeah, I beat you. And then if they win, I'm like, so I guess you just want me to die. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just not very good That's at the it. message you're sending is you want me to die. You want me dead. Dead. Yeah. But anyways, I, uh, I went pretty wild last night. I woke up with a headache and... And I also am wearing the same clothes that I wore last night. I just left straight from my friend's house. So I'm just, you know. She walked of shamed <laughs> from Dayton to Columbus to do this podcast. Because she walked in. She was looking cute. And then we were driving to go get lunch. And she's like, yeah, I'm in the clothes from yesterday. And like, <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm like, that's nasty. That's nice. I had the opposite night. Um, I laid around the house oh, i yeah. did some work some extracurricular work yes. and then i watched some episodes of family guy because that's my guilty pleasure tv show oh, yeah. and then um just like fell asleep at like 10 i love that i love those nights i had that friday night i like getting up early now I find as an adult, I like to get up early. Yeah, it you feel it. You have more to your day. You're more productive. Mm -hmm. You can just like take the longest poop of your life, and hey. you'll have so much time left in your day. Speaking of pooping, I oh. okay. So people who know me, everyone who knows me, knows that I have um very uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, angry bowels. <laughs> And this morning, so every morning I take Metamucil because I'm 50 and my parents got me, got me into Metamucil and it's wonderful. So every morning I like clockwork. Um, I just, that was the first snap I've ever done. I love that. Not like the first, but one of them. Um, uh, like every morning, like clockwork, I just run to the bathroom. So this morning I went to soft coffee in, in Grandview. I shouldn't have given out given the story I'm about to say. Oh, um, no. Did I tell you this earlier? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I had to go to the bathroom. I could feel it knocking at the back door. So I I went in, had a lovely time, was in there for like 15 minutes. Then I go to flush, and the handle was broken. And then I check inside the like the back of the toilet, and there was no water on the inside, so it didn't flush. Oh, no. And I just ran. <laughs> I ran. I walked out of that bathroom. I just walked to my table, packed my book bag up, threw away like the napkins and plate that I had and just fast walked out. I was like, I have to leave. I have to get out of here. Like I can't. And I did not look back. I was fully expecting one of the staff to be like, Hey you. And like <laughs> chase me out to my car. Like, I feel like I can't go back for a couple days. Like, I did not leave that bathroom nice. Do you have like very identifying turds? Like if someone saw it, they'll be like, yep. No, I don't think they know me that well. <laughs> and I don't know anyone who's checking the toilet after I'm done. So that was gross, Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm a very gross person. Yeah, I can be, I can be pretty gross. I tried to tone it down for you guys listening because we're making food and I don't want to talk about that. But I just thought that was a pretty um, eventful thing it to happen was. to in my morning like me fast walking out of Stoff's coffee um fully knowing that i had decimated the toilet in there <laughs> just absolutely just decimated it okay so let's check what is step number dose okay add sugar cornstarch to a heavy bottom saucepan over medium low heat whisk egg and milk mixture together once more, and then slowly begin to add the sugar and cornstarch, whisking together constantly. Okay, so for that, we are going to take a little break, um, let you guys get situated, let you guys run to the bathroom, power of suggestions, very much real. Um, we are going to mix this, and we're going to make a little custard for the pie, and we will see you in a little bit. And we are back. We just made our custard. So what you're going to do with that, just for all of you who might be making this later, um, you add your egg, coconut milk, and half and half mixture to a pot. And then you add sugar, which is three-fourths of a cup of sugar, and four tablespoons of cornstarch. Bring it to a boil so it makes the custard. And now we're going to be adding our coconut flakes, our butter, salt, and vanilla. vanilla. So we'll be doing that as we talk. 
Beautiful. Beautiful, our, lovely. Our cream turned out nice and creamy. 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 Very yeah. creamy. So, um, part of the beauty of me and Brooklyn's friendship is that we like to talk about our men troubles and um, kind of dissecting that. So Brooklyn has had an interesting go of it these last um, couple of weeks. I I know. Yeah. I was talking to like several guys at once and (sighs) which always seems better in theory. It does. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm winning. And they were, it was funny because they were all from different places. One was from India. One was from China. And then one was from Wales. Wales. Oh yeah. The Whalian. Yeah. So what happened with Wales boy is we, uh, exchanged numbers and then exchanged something more than numbers. (laughs) And we, he like sent me a couple pictures. I sent him some and my friends got to dissecting it and they were like, wait a second. The formatting of the pictures is off. They're square. These look too different. So I'm pretty sure I got catfished by like some weird 14 year old boy who just wanted some pictures. Do you think he was from Wales though? He, so he didn't even tell me at first. He said, Wait, like, but I, I'm confused. Was he messaging you from Wales? He or was he moved, in Dayton? He was in Dayton. He moved here when he was 15 for his mom's job or his okay. mum. His mum's job. His mum's job. Mum's the word. He would say things like bloody, like bloody, and oh, brilliant, and I, do whale Welsh people talk like British people? I think so. I think their accents are just a lot more like different. Thicker, yeah. Different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's like, Oh, I didn't can't believe I didn't tell you. This is all over text. Um, yeah. So it's like I can't tell. But yeah, haven't heard from him. Uh, I know. I have been caught fished um in the past. Caught fished. Caught fished in the past. It is not a fun experience. So if anyone is a catfish, um, screw you, you, Miss Thing. I've never experienced it before. And I was like, oh, really? Like, and he deleted me off Mm. of our dating apps and everything. I was like, okay. Yeah. I used to be a catfish. You did? (laughs) Nothing nothing too sordid, I will say. So I used to just, like, pick a – this was back when I was, like, 17. And I would pick, like – Hotter guy photos, obviously. Yeah. And then just talk. But I would never, like... It's never like I made people fall in love with me. And it's never like I promised them that I would, like, hang out with them or anything. So I would just chat. And then it was so funny because it was when I first came to OSU for college. And um, (laughs) there was a guy around here that would message me very naughty pictures. And to come full circle, a couple months ago, he messaged me on Grindr. Um, and it was, it was like my, reg- it's like my, reg- oh, cause I haven't done the catfish thing in like five years. Yeah. And I was like, oh, full lovely circle. We, you know, I used to <laughs> lightly <laughs> catfish <laughs> you <laughs> and then now you're hitting me up as like a normal person, oh, <laughs> which, you know, work, whatever. But I just, I found that to be a lovely, um, beautiful moment. That was beautiful. A very full circle. It's very like, full oh, circle. You're from my childhood. My ch- <laughs> I wouldn't say childhood. That's really weird. From my teenage years. From my, te- my early adult years. I don't know why I did. I just wanted, I just like felt like I wasn't cute enough. So I just wanted to chat. So I like to chat, chat. Be somebody else. Be somebody escape. else for a little bit. I don't do that anymore because obviously I'm the shit. So you. Yeah, you are. Yeah. So I don't really do that anymore. One and a half teaspoons. Sorry, we're adding we're adding some oh, other yes. ingredients. Um, this is a how much is this? This is a fourth of a teaspoon. Oh just, my god! Uh, <laughs> I like to eyeball my vanilla. Yeah, same. From across the room. So. Um. Yeah, that was just. That's beautiful. The way you're just eyeballing it is just, just going eyeballing on. it. Just kind of. We also um, used vanilla coconut milk to switch things up a little bit. Yeah, to keep it different if you want to keep put the cat. Keep, keep it different, it keep it weird. Keep you know, keep Columbus weird. Is that a saying? I feel like it is. <laughs> I feel like it is. I feel like someone will correct me. Um, so, yeah, we, we talk about dating. Um, you know, 
Just getting ghosted. Just getting ghosted, dealing with men who are shitty people. Just the yes. typical stuff. And then I feel like with me and Brooklyn, what's very special is that we're um, – I don't know if you're comfortable with me saying this. Oh, I'm comfortable with anything. With anything. But, like, you know, dating with mental problems. Yes. And trying to navigate that because I'm, I'm kind of seeing someone a little bit and – you know, it's kind of hard. The old um, feelings come back. And I don't know if any of you deal with this stuff, but, um, you know, why isn't he texting me? Yes. Am I not good enough? Am I not cute enough? And did he find someone new that he meshes with? And, you know, at the end of the day, they could just be busy. Really? Just They're busy. like, oh, sorry. I was like working, doing my job. It's yeah. Like, oh. And it's like, how dare you do your job? Yeah. I want attention. <laughs> Literally, the one day I texted this guy who I I wasn't really seeing. We went on one date, but he I was like, hello, pay attention to me. Kind of joking and obviously definitely not joking. And he was like, mm. sorry, I was at work. I was like, oh. I've totally done that. So um, I was telling Brooklyn at lunch how I want a little bit of coconut. Ooh. If you want to steal a little bit. I will. I love coconut. Um, I was telling Brooklyn at lunch how um, – I've been in the dating game since I was probably um, 19, around there. I'm 23 now, so good four years. <laughs> I sound like such a baby. Because I'm just like, oh, I've been dating for four years. I know everything about dating, which I don't. But I'd like I to think I'm... The thing is, is I feel like for um, gay people, we kind of have to pick up a lot really quickly. Mm -hmm. Because um, straight people have the benefit of their teenage years dating and figuring it out where gay people don't really start doing that. It's changing, but in the past it's just been a lot of like, you don't really explore until you're like an adult. Yeah. And that's why we all have the mental capacity of a 14 year old. <laughs> but, um, no, uh, I'd like to think I've picked up a, a little bit, but back in the day I was not so what so. I love it. McGee. Don't say you love it because it was not cute. <laughs> and anyone listening to this who knew me back, them knows that I was fully going through it. One time I was talking to a boy. I liked him. Literally went to work in the morning. It was perfectly fine. During my lunch break, I had like an episode. Literally texted him. I was like, I can't talk to you anymore. I was like, it's just not working. Like, I can't talk to you anymore. And he was like, what, 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 what? And I went back to work and I was so upset. And literally everyone at work was like, what is wrong? And I was like, I broke it off. And they were like, you were so happy at 10 a.m. Like, what's happening? <laughs> and then cried on my way home. Walked back home. My mom's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I can't tell you. And like, went back into my room. It was a mess. And like, looking back, I was like, oh my God, Christian, good God, get a grip. You were so, going through things. Going through things, going through it. Now I'd like to think I have a nice adult lens you to do. these troubles. Um, he offers great advice. Make, yeah. Validates every single thing that I say or feel, and it's wonderful. It's a great friendship. I would never tell someone what they're feeling is invalid because a great quote I heard in the past was like, you don't have the right to tell someone what they're feeling isn't real. Because they're feeling it. Mm -hmm. And I've had that quote thrown back in my face a lot of the times. My, oh, one time my old roommate and I were talking. We were fighting. We had an argument. Or we were in a fight. And she said, well, you know, you always told me to like that, you know, whatever you're feeling, you can't judge because that's just what you're feeling. And I was like, oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> I was like, whatever. But um, no, I, I, I'd like to think I know a lot, um, at least a little bit from just living my life. As a person, human being, yeah, um, wonderful, beautiful goddess that I am. <laughs> but no, it's uh, when you date. I feel like um, it's all about control. Yeah, I don't have a. I have too much of that, and then also I have no self control in other areas. So it's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. You want. It's all about giving up to whoever you're with and like letting them, yeah. um, if you want to, yeah, we're pouring the custard into the pie, pie shell mold. Oh no. Did I get yeah. some on you? Uh, I think you're okay. I don't think we have enough. So I guess we just have an extra pie crust. Oh, nice. I guess we can just lick it out of the, <laughs> out of the pot. Lick some cream out of a pot. Um, been there. Done worse things. Doing worse things for less money. Yeah, baby. Uh, and I'm not being paid for this. 
Um, I'm going to let, we're going to let this set in the fridge for a little bit and talk more. Um, I'm going to put this in right now. Um, it looks good. It does look really good. It looks really good. good. We're going to let it set. We're going to let it cool. And then we're going to top it with some whipped cream and, um, cut into this bad boy. So I'm, we're going to put you guys on a little break, get situated and we'll be back talking. So see you in a couple of minutes. Okay, and we're back. Um, we just put the pie in the fridge. We're getting everything cleaned up. We're here to talk. We're here to listen. We're here to learn. We're here to grow. We're here to change. I love it. Um, and we were talking about men. We were talking about men. men. Um, we both suffer the affliction of liking boys. It's horrible. It's a curse. S smelly. <laughs> it's smelly. It's smelly. Very I mean, smelly. <laughs> I find that when dealing with men, overthinking it is a curse because they're never overthinking it. Never. And they underthink. And then so you're overthinking on top of regular thinking. And it's just a whole, it's a whole crazy mess. It's a mess. Need. They are messes. They, but we love them But anyway. boy, I know. What is it about them? That Their we like smells. <laughs> Their yeah. pheromones. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Not for me, Miss Thing. I I don't know. I over the past couple of years of just dealing with boys have just learned that it doesn't matter half the time. Yeah. And that's like a beautiful thing. Unless you're in an actual relationship and then it does matter. But um I find that for the most part when it's new. Just letting yourself have fun without taking it too seriously. And that sounds so corny, but it really is true. But then it's hard for us girls with mental problems to it's like. It's so hard to do that. It's, but it, that's what you really need to do. Like I've been single for a few years after my last breakup, almost three years. And I'm like, okay, I think I'm finally ready to date again. Like I'm seriously looking. I'm, I like my alone time, but I'm also. I get do get a bit lonely. Me too. So it's like I think I'm hitting that point. It's like I want to share life with someone, share experiences. Mm -hmm. But you know, I try to go through these things. I went on a date with this guy, who the date went really, really great. He met my best friend. Mm -hmm. um, it was awesome. And then, like, I make sure to preface like our talking conversation like hey what are you looking for he said oh i'm looking for love i said great me too like awesome mm. same page and then all of a sudden he just stops talking to me and then like then I, the overthinking kicks in and i'm mm -hmm. like oh gosh what if he really didn't mean that he had a good time what if he thought i was ugly or maybe i said that one thing that threw him off he liked me until i said that or all these other issues oh yeah completely i mean you're looking for love i'm just looking for someone to to beat this kitty up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am looking for love as well. Um, you, need, you need both. Yeah. The best piece of advice I also heard um, a long time ago was um, stop going after tens. You just need a decent seven who makes you laugh and beats the kitty up every now and again. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's really what it is. Yeah. But um, no, I find that when I really like someone, I want to go in 110%. I want them to know exactly who I am from the jump where you Me can't too. really do that. I know. Here's the thing. So a couple years ago, a couple years ago, I think 2017. So a year and a half, technically we're, we're early into 2019. But, um, so in 2017, I was going to Long Island night at union and Brooklyn knows about Long Island oh. night at union. Cause she, we and I, we, we went together. It was beautiful. Oh my gosh, it was a mess. It was a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> mess. But we were all rip like, shit drunk. Like, I love you. This is going to last. This is going to be us forever in this moment. Oh my gosh. There were so, tears. There were tears. There were fears. Yes. But um, one time I was getting hit on by a guy, which doesn't happen too often. And I was with my friend Tasha. Hey, girl. And um, we were all talking. Tasha's a great wing woman. And we we're talking about music. And music is like, that is like politics for gay people. Yeah. Like, if you like someone, you love them. If you if you don't like them, you hate them. There's like not a lot of in between. So we're talking and I'm like, oh, well, who do you like to listen to? And the guy goes, oh, I love Adele. And I was like, okay, yeah, like Adele's nice. I like Adele. 
But then I said, I guess a big mistake. I was like, she didn't deserve to win the Grammy for album of the year over Beyonce. Yeah, she didn't. Which she didn't, factually. Um, And yeah, you all can say that she offered to give it to her, but at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. But um, it's the Recording Academy's fault. So anyway, the guy and Tasha, to be fair, were both like, how could you say that? Adele's so great. She's amazing. And I just leaned in, looked at that guy square in the face, and I said, just say you hate black people. (laughs) Just say you hate black people. And the look on his face was like, jaw open. He was like, (gasps) and Tasha was like, uh. Wait, so was the guy white? Yeah, the guy was white. Oh, okay. And, um. To me, that was a joke. I meant that as a joke. I didn't mm-hmm. mean for it to be, like, serious. I'm not really calling you a racist. But, yeah. But um, he was like, I'm going to go. And oh. he, like, eventually just left. But um, I woke up the next morning just so upset. I was like, why don't guys just, like, why don't they find it funny? And then I was talking to my best friend and her boyfriend. We live together. And I was like, I just want to be myself. I want to be genuine. And it was actually Owens, Sam's boyfriend, that spoke up and he said, listen, we know you and we know that that's a joke, but these guys don't know that that's a joke. They're like, they think that you're calling them racist. You can't be 100%, 100% yourself from the jump without stuff like that happening. You got to ease them into it. You got to get them to like level one Christian before you go to level two, before you go to level three. Like That's true. We're all sh- we we all have a lot of walls. We all have a lot of layers. Yeah, that's like my issue though too. I experience that same thing. It's like I want them to know exactly who I am right from the get go, so I know if they can handle it or not. Mm-hmm. And that way, I can just sort of weed weed the weak out, keep the strong. Yeah, no, I I totally understand that. But I think it it does scare them. Because you're right, they stuff like that, like you could say something or do something and they don't know that it's a joke or maybe they're not even deserving of that information yet. Exactly. I feel like, um, I think the dynamic is a little different for um, gay people than it is. All, all LGBT people, lesbians, gays, than straight people where I feel like we're a lot more comfortable sharing intimate details very early. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say the gay first date, if you're not telling them your biggest trauma like five <laughs> minutes into the date, then it's not a real date. Cause I was on a date once with a boy, obviously, and we were eating and talking and he full on told me how his birth parents died in a car accident, oh saving his life and how his adoptive parents were abusive and tried to kill him by putting grapefruit, which he was deathly allergic to in a smoothie oh my and gosh. gave it to him. And I was like, uh, and he's like, well, how was your childhood growing up? And I was like, it was perfectly normal. And like <laughs> my parents and I are really cool and it's fine. And like, it makes me feel bad that I don't have like some really upsetting like story to tell. I feel bad? And I try to be there and I, I think I'm used to it. I think for gay people, it's really a bonding thing to talk about like trauma or to talk about like bad stories as well as the good. Cause then we also share like silly date stories when we're on like the first date and we talk about other gays we know, at least for gay men, this is how it is. And um, I just think it's a little different from like the straight dynamic. I think you guys have a lot more um, etiquette. Like I think it's a lot more like you reveal this part at this part and then you reveal this two weeks in and then you where I feel like with gays it's like oh it's really nice to meet you I was once um almost killed like it's <laughs> and that's just how it is and I I kind of love that I love I that too. emotional honesty and I feel like maybe I just missed the memo of straight dating culture then because I definitely don't follow it well, <laughs> I, I just I don't know I think there's obvious, like obviously exceptions, but I feel like, um, so I had a friend who started dating a guy and they've been, they were together for a while. They're still together. And we were once talking and I mentioned one of her exes and she was like, she basically gave me that look of like, don't, don't talk about that. And I was like, you guys have been together for a while. Like, why do you guys not know about each other's exes? And she was like, no, we tell each other everything. It's just like, yeah. But I'm like, then joke about it. Then, you know, why is it such a big deal? I just feel like 
For straight people, it might just be a little bit more regimented. I think so. A little bit more pride and prejudice. Yeah. Not to make it sound that classy. <laughs> but um, I, I just find that with gay dating, it's a lot at once. Mm -hmm. If you're not already boning, yeah. like a day into meeting each other, which is a factual thing. Um, not super factual. It is kind of a stereotype. But because um, I have gay friends that I've never obviously partook in um, intercourse with. <laughs> but um, yeah, I feel like um, we're a lot all at once. And then we just kind of, we kind of see how we like each other the further it goes, but we kind of go in an opposite order. Yeah. It's kind of like, can you take my trauma first and then deal with me on like a day-to-day -day basis? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Can you handle it? Can you handle me like sleep talking after you learn that I was once like um, shoved into a locker every day for a year in Aww. high school? You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of thing. There, I think that's sweet, though. I think there's an innocence to it. There's definitely an innocence yeah. to it. But um, I think it's lovely also that I found that gay men and straight men are very similar at the end of the day, just oh. in the way they behave. Like, yeah. you know, you'd think that gay men are kind of, like, more sensitive or more, like, you know, <laughs> just, like, better. No. They're the same assholes, most of them. Really? For, like, for like straight men. I think it's very similar. Yeah. Straight men are definitely assholes. Yeah. I feel like with that one, it's a lot more finding that diamond in the rough. It really is. Like, it's, sometimes it's just horrible. Or you get, like, I feel bad because sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit picky. Because it's like, well, I could have a boyfriend, but also I'd be probably dating a weirdo that I don't, I'm not attracted to, who I don't like, our personalities don't mesh. Yeah. So it's like trying to find the diamond in the rough, you know? I am very picky, and I think it's um, self-defense in a way. So I feel like um, for gays, our community is pretty small, mm -hmm. regardless of where you are. So we have a lot more conventions and um, characteristics we need to abide by if you want to be like accepted by the majority. And so if you're not those things if you don't possess those things if you're not masculine enough or if you're not muscular enough or thin enough you don't get as much maybe like yeah. or it's a little harder for you and don't even get me started if you're black or asian like <laughs> yeah that's even harder because i am a white i am a white man and so i kind of always check myself and think well our minority friends our people of color have it a lot worse and yeah. it's a lot harder for them. And I respect that. And I talk and I want to speak for that too. But um, I think that I'm pretty picky because I know a lot of people around me are pretty picky too. So it's kind of like me being like, well, I like, you might not like me because I'm not thin enough, but you listen to Taylor Swift. So I'm not going to yeah. like, talk to you because I don't want that, you know? And it kind of leads to these brick walls where it's like, why can't we just like, <laughs> why can't we just get over those why things? Why can't we all just get along? Exactly. <laughs> But I will say, like, the friendships I've made, uh, like, with other gays are very deep and very meaningful. So, yeah. um, at the end of the day, like, the um, couple dates I've been on with a couple of different guys, at the end, I'd be like, I like them. But even if it doesn't work out, at least I'll be friends. That's always nice. I feel like I am not the type to have, like... If I have a male friend, it's usually because they're gay. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, I'm not friends with a whole lot of straight men. So, it's weird for me i'm like well if this doesn't work out then goodbye forever block 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 delete goodbye i feel like with straight guys you kind of have to do that because you do they're creepy sometimes or the stories you hear oh, yeah. are just like if you don't do that then they won't leave you alone they'll stalk you they'll kill you or something oh and gosh abducted in plain sight <laughs> abducted in plain sight we just i watched the ted bundy tapes was it good oh it was really good it was really i'm too good. scared to watch it Oh, I watched them with Harvest, and um, he was bonkers, completely bonkers. And I'm so glad I know that I'm not a serial killer, because I was watching that, and I was like, how do you even kill someone? Like, let alone want to do it. Yeah. It's nuts. But anyway, no, because he, everyone thinks he's so hot. I don't get Which it. I think is really kind of messed up. I mean, someone said that it's good that people think he's hot, because you got to learn that, like, crazy people can come in any shape and size rather yeah. than um 
like some creepy guy with like a trench coat on. Like it could be anyone, right. but that makes it even creepier. So we were watching and I went, it was that day. It was super cold. And I went out to my car to go turn it over to make sure it could like start and just kind of keep it going a little bit. The minute I walked out of my house, there was a guy in a black coat standing like just right outside. He had his dog with him. I found out that he was just like taking his dog out. Oh, but I was like, Oh, and I just nodded. I just stood there and I was like, yep. I was like, of course. I was like, of course. This is where I end. This is where it ends. But then I also forget that I'm a six foot five male. So Yeah. I have people probably more intimidated by you than you think. I'm I was telling this to someone. In my mind, I'm like ratatouille. Like I'm really small. I have blue fur and I control people by their hair. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I just think I'm smaller than I am in my head. Like yeah. I'm always like, oh, I'm just so like tiny and little. But then I'm I'm fee fi fo fumming down the hallway. <laughs> and it's so funny because me and Brooklyn had worked together and then we have recently become good friends. Yeah. And she told me last time we hung out in person together, she was like, I wanted to be your friend. It's just I didn't know how to like approach you. Yeah. And I'm like, why? I just like just come and talk to me, and and they're like, you're just so like imposing, and I'm like, okay, like I get it though. You just like strut your stuff. You're so tall, fashionable. You know what you're doing, and you're just like, I own this room. I command this room. Oh. Everyone is your bitch, and it's just like we bow down to you. You <laughs> are like, I fully in my mind when I walk, I think I'm on the Versace runway. <laughs> like I'm fully Naomi Campbell. I'm like I'm here, even though I could be wearing the same sweatshirt from yesterday, like in some pants, some regular jeans. Just like I own this shit. I, I think that's nice. I always tell people that you should think you're the hottest person in the room. It's good advice because then you feel confident. I think that on the flip side, that kind of makes you, when you think that, you come off as kind of intimidating. Yeah. But then the people who talk to you are brave enough, and then those might be the people you should really be hanging out with. Brave people. Brave people who are not afraid of anyone, and um, I love to just stomp into a room. I love my, <laughs> my Doc Martens, the most, like, masculine shoes ever. They get a good click in the heel when oh, I, I walk, and I'm fully like, ooh, yeah. Uh, like just walking down the hallway. I'm fully, have you seen 30 Rock? It's episodes, yeah. Yeah, I'm fully Jenna Maroney. Like the blonde, the, the blonde actor. Yeah, okay. Jane Krasinski. I'm fully her. Just like, oh, yeah. I, there's that episode where she walks in. And she's like, listen up, fives. A 10 is speaking. Like <laughs> walking in. Ugh, I'm really her. But um, I see it. I think like the best thing I've done when it comes to dating and just being confident in yourself and just knowing that you are comfortable in your skin, which is hard. Yeah. And I deal with that every day. Yeah. And um, just knowing that um, people will like you is really important. That, like, whoever talks to you, making that good impression but also, like, staying true to yourself is very important. Yeah. And just being like, people are going to like me. Like, when they talk to me, they're going to like me. That's always how I go into everything. Unless I don't like you and then I don't want you to talk to me. <laughs> but that's another bridge. We'll cross that bridge yeah. when we get to it. But yeah, I just I um in my short time dating, it's just um it's just been a lot of crazy, creepy moments, odd stories, yeah. gross stories. Maybe that will change. I don't know. <laughs> wink wink. <laughs> no, it's so funny because then you also get funny stories from hookups and oh. Yeah. Um, all that good stuff. I mean, I've had guys call me daddy. No. Ugh, that's the worst. Gross. I was fully 20 years old and <laughs> I was dating a guy. It was a couple weeks and oh, no, I got something on my sweatshirt. Uh, see, I'd say shit like that. Why are you talking? Why are you calling me daddy? <laughs> and we were like making out. And he just goes, oh, yeah, daddy. And I was like, Bleh. I was oh. like, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, please don't call me that. I am only two years older than you. <laughs> like, please don't call me that. That Oh, that makes my skin crawl. I had a guy ask me to call him daddy once while we were How in does bed. that make you feel? Like, Well, so I date a lot of black guys. Mm -hmm. And I've only been asked this once. So it's, but it's like, I was kind of waiting for it to happen and it finally happened. It was from like the most educated person who was, he was like an English teacher and it was like, he was like his alter ego. And 
he was like, he's like, yeah, call me daddy. And I was like, <laughs> okay, daddy. <laughs> and it was, I had to like stifle my laugh just because it was like out of nowhere. And I was like, oh God, it, oh. Felt, it didn't feel natural to say. I would never say something like that. It me just neither. was weird. Me neither. I'm, yeah, the daddy thing is weird. I've had, um, I haven't had too many guys that have creepy, weird suggestions to do in the boudoir. That's good. I'm pretty, um, TMI guys, I'm pretty, I'm pretty normal. I like the, I think if you're good at, like, here's my thing, and this could be very controversial. I think you have a lot of kinky stuff that you like. That just tells me you're not really good at the classic. Like You think? I think so. I think so. I think if you have a lot of weird, freaky shit you like to do, maybe you just like to have fun, and I think that's fine. But I think if you compensate, I feel like it's compensation. Like you're overcompensating for the fact that you might not be good at just the regular schmegular beast with two backs act. Have you Have you implemented this hypothesis? Maybe I just need to date someone who's super kinky. <laughs> I don't <laughs> and know. And then just test it, figure it out. I don't know. Because I feel like I'm like willing to try all kinds of crazy stuff. But I feel like I'm... Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm kind of bad. It's yeah, tough. Yeah, it's tough. I, I have never gotten a complaint, fellas. So whoever's <laughs> listening. But uh, no, one time I was, I was seeing a guy who was really short. Like shorter than me. Oh. And he only wanted to be the top. Oh. And I was like, uh, I mean, I'm fine with that, but that looks so weird because I was fully almost a foot taller than him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, sure. It just looks like a 12-year-old, like, <laughs> taking it from the back, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's, it's kind of weird, but it's funny. See, funny stuff like that comes it, from, like, hooking true. up. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you do, have you ever done it in weird places? I did it outside. Yeah. I was seeing this guy who he worked at a park and was <gasps> you like, can get kicked out of that park. Yeah. We went to the park and we, he had a blanket and we like went along this river in the woods where there really wasn't a trail. And we, it was like, <laughs> like rummaging through the brush and pushing sticks out of that the way. That is too much work. And it really was, I was like, I'm going on this hike just to, Got some strange. Some, yeah. So we put down a blanket. And it was cold outside too. So we both like had our coats on and stuff. And we just kind of did it really fast. You are the revenant. <laughs> I am. The modern day revenant. Was he mauled by a bear? <laughs> Were you yeah. mauled by a bear? Wink, wink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't even worth it though. It was so fast. It was over in like uh. two seconds. And he didn't even like do anything in return and it was just like very disappointing also i had to drive like 45 minutes to get there this seems like a mistake on your part it was a very big mistake on my part and also it was like 10 a.m he was like (laughs) this is the only time i have freeze in the morning it was like um like christmas break from college so like i was so when it's like snowing outside pretty much it was banged in the woods yeah Wow. I was like had to go back up to school and then he was like starting back like school somewhere else and he was like all right 10 a.m let's go do some let's go weird pork. stuff let's go pork under my favorite pine tree <laughs> I've done it in um oh where where haven't I Ooh. well mm, for me it's either like regular bedroom or like some weird out of pocket like I like um abandoned trailer oh um midnight at a gym um school library that would be fun oh that was the best so if you're I'll listening whoever <laughs> i won't say your name but no um i think it's fun hookup culture it has its benefits it does it does i will say that it has its benefits um I'm just munching on this, like, the rest of this custard we made. Because <laughs> it's really good. I'm excited for this pie. But, um, no, I, I'm glad I had Brooklyn on. We talk a lot about boys. We talk a lot about um how to deal with it. Day-to-day life. Day-to-day life. I should have been a lesbian. <laughs> Maybe in a past life. Past life. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling. I just, you know, it's just life. I, it's so crazy to me. I know. 
And now that I'm, I'm kind of, things are happening. I don't know. We'll see. But um, is there anything else you wanted to chat about? Anything uh. else new? I have a lot of things new that I'm not allowed to talk about. I will say, guys, me and my good friend Emily launched a satire website called The Good News. So if you want to read our comedy articles, um, we post every Tuesday and Thursday. It's um, www.medium.com forward slash the good news satire dashes between all the words, all lowercase. So if you want some funny stuff, I thought That's I would beautiful. plug that. <laughs> Is there anything else new happening oh, in your life before we wrap it up? I think we're at almost new. an hour. Yeah, nothing new is really happening besides trying to date and I'm I'm starting back over. I lost all three of my boys. That's that's the roulette game you play when you have about like three yep. or four guys on lock. Yep. I swiped while I was in the bathroom here, so maybe I'll... While she was luck. fully spraying poopery <laughs> in my bathroom upstairs. With the squatty potty. With my squatty potty. <laughs> hashtag squatty potty. Um, she was swiping left. <laughs> and right. And right. I got yeah. a lot of matches. Did you? Yeah. Columbus is good for that. We, yeah, we'll see. I, yeah. I contemplated moving here just... To find some good men, so. And you'd have a room if you wanted. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. For making this cream pie. Ooh. Ooh, salacious. <laughs> um, yeah. So thank you so much. I've wanted on you. Ooh. <laughs> me and Brooklyn are going to be doing some <laughs> stuff later. No, I've wanted you on for so long. I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm um, so happy. Making this with me. We're just waiting for it to cool. We'll crack into it. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. Third episode. Woo. And um, tune in next week. I forget who my guest is. <laughs> I believe it's Tasha. We'll be making something vegetarian. because She's vegetarian. So... Thank you guys so, so much, and we will see you or hear you next week. Bye. Bye.